We are the Wild Stallion Sports Network. Excellent. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Featuring Downtown Jeff. Mmm, beer. The Italian Stallion Toco. Yo, Adrian! I did it! And the host of the show, Wild Man Chris. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Welcome to Wild Stallion Sports Network. I'm Wildman Chris. Alongside me is Downtown Jeff. What's going on, everybody? And the Italian Stallion Toco. What's going on, Chris? <laughs> Screw Jeff, I guess. Yeah, I guess, uh, <laughs> guess there's only one of us here. It's very nice to be appreciated and recognized, Toco. Thank you very much. You'll be fine. Will I, though? Will I? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, everybody. So this is probably going to be our shortest show <laughs> of record time. Oh, we said that last week. <laughs> yeah, we did say that last week. However, this one, we're going to kind of go into Super Bowl talk, but we're not going to give our Super Bowl predictions this week. So what we'll get into first is we're going to talk about MLB. Because once again, they're having tons of free agent moves. And then we're going to recap the conference championship games. And then at the end of the show, we're going to have a little segment that Toko is going to take over. And we're just calling that segment Landing Spots. And it's for NFL players. So let's go ahead and get on into MLB. So with MLB, uh, once again, lots of moves were done, mainly with the Yankees. Do you like to hear that, Jeff? I love to hear it. I want a first place team this year because we sure as hell know that's not going to happen with the Cardinals, those cabs. <laughs> well, the Yankees are Actually, on track for it. They're definitely on track to be in first place. Hey, Jeff, <laughs> it probably will happen. But here's why it's going to happen, because the rest of the division... it's Look, the NL Central is like the NFC East. They all just suck. Oh, hold up, hold up. Yeah, you're right on that part, but you're counting out one of the teams in the AL East that's been making a lot of moves, too. So, let me get into the Yankees' moves first. Corey Kluber has signed with the Yankees. That is a former Cy Young winner, like, three years ago. Uh... DJ LeMahieu, he has inked a six-year deal with the Yankees. Jamison Tallon, he used to be the number one starter for the Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates, not the San Diego Pirates. <laughs> not uh, even playing for a real team. <laughs> he, he's going to the Yankees as well. He's just recovering from Tommy John surgery. So now the team that is going to probably compete with the Yankees this year, the Blue Jays, which we talked about last week. They signed Springer. They also signed Marcus Simeon this week. And they've been making tons of moves too. So why are you saying that the Yankees are just going to run away with it, Toko? Oh, I wasn't talking about the – no, I, I think you misunderstood me. Jeff said the Cardinals are not going to finish it first, and I said they will because it's like the NFC East. 
No, I think I think the Yankees. I, I think the Yankees are are. I was talking about the Central. Sorry. Um, no, I think I think the Yankees are going to r- run away with that division. I mean, the only competition that they have is I would probably say Toronto, but I don't think Toronto's. Uh, Grant, they've done some at, um, moves, but they're not in the same class as the the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees hide them, man. Is I mean, one through nine is pretty deep, and then obviously. But you were just talking about <clears throat> that pitching rotation is going to be pretty damn good. So, um, yeah, I, I see them running away with that division. Yeah, so Kluber and Talon are going to be the fourth and the fifth starters on that rotation. That's crazy to even think about. Yeah, I mean, Kluber, man, like, like you said, Cy Young winner a couple years ago. and um, Hasn't he won it twice? I think so, yeah. And I can't, I think he went for like one or two games last year for Texas. That was a weird trade. I don't know why they made yeah. that trade. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think he's gonna, you know, bounce back and then like you said, Italian, that might be one of those moves, man, that uh you know, pays off pretty well for them. Yeah. Now Not they did risk. lose somebody. Um they lost Tanaka. He's going back to Japan, but Good riddance. Well, I you know what though, I don't I don't see a problem with that because I know he had some bone chips in his elbow, and it's like just a matter of time before yeah. he needed Tommy John, and they were like, it's going to happen, but he can you know rest for a little while and it'll get better. So I I don't see a problem with that. It's just a matter of time before he's going to need Tommy John, and they were going to pay him a bunch of money. True. I personally don't mind Tanaka, but yeah, it's it's time to move on. Um, another move in the AL was Andrelton Simmons uh, to the Twins, and I know you're a big fan of him, Toko. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean he's 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 the best defensive shortstop in the game, um, and I would probably say the past like four or five years, his um his hitting has really come along. I mean he's he's almost a three hundred hitter now. Um, so, you know, you combine that and he can, and he's got speed as well. And then he, his defense alone is just amazing. So I think that's going to even make Minnesota even a better team. And that division's getting tougher over there in the AL central. So I like that move a lot, man. I'm a big Anderson Simmons guy. Um, I don't think he gets the credit uh, sometimes where it's due. So, I mean, he's, he's an amazing player. Speaking of strong divisions, like AL central preseason wise has to be the top of the hardest divisions. So you got what the twins, the white Sox, Um, who am I? I can't think right now. Oh my gosh. The Royals are up and coming. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying they might be like a wild card team possibly. Yep. Um, I know Detroit's been a little active as well. Mm-hmm. Detroit has been. Um, and then you got the Indians, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. The Rockers. Uh, sorry. Sorry, the Rockers or the Cleveland baseball team. Um, there you go. We talked about a couple weeks ago, though, that they always somehow make the playoffs, even though they have nobody anymore, which we think is not going to happen this year. But who knows? The the Indians still got Francona as their as their manager. So yeah, yeah it it'll a, be interesting. It was a competitive division last year too. I mean, just just looking at the stats from last year, I mean, the, the Twins, you know, they edged out the Sox and Cleveland for a game. You know, like no other division was that close as far as games behind. Yeah, yeah, they're always a very competitive division, but 
the the thing is this year all these teams have gotten a lot stronger they're not yeah. getting they're not getting rid of guys they're adding guys it, oh, well it's up for cleveland but besides cleveland everyone else has been adding even the royals and the tigers have been adding well they need to think... with the records <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I mean, okay, you gotta so... make a move yeah, okay, and I know we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago, Chris. I mean, and me and you went back and forth for like 30 seconds. I, I just don't think last year you could really judge and look at those numbers because it's 60 games. Because a team, Jeff, can start off 60 games like really shitty or really good. And then after that, like, it's just they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of, they kind of well, fall off a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. But, because. I've always had the kind of like the running joke that's like nothing really matters until after the all-star break. I'm like, you could literally lose half your games and then just go ham after the all-star break and still be a 500 team and make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. Rockies were doing that for many years. Dude, Mm -hmm. baseball don't start till like August. Like that's like, okay. So college guy, Dan, when he was on, he's a, he's a baseball guy and he played baseball, you know, in college and stuff. And he was like, Baseball don't start till August in the pros. So it was always a good thing he used to say. Dodgers still got the championship, though. Anyways, let's move <laughs> on. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the that's, NL. That's good. Um, so we got John Lester went to the Nationals, and, yeah. Brad, Hand, and Brad Hand went to the Nationals. Um, This is all NL East moves. And then the last one is the new highest paid catcher. JT Ralamuto going back to the Phillies. He signed a five-year 115.5, which is pretty funny because it makes him an average of 23.3 something uh, on average. Joe Maurer used to be the man that had the highest paid contract, and he's just fairly above Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer was averaging 23 even a year on his seven-year contract that he signed like yeah. five years ago or what, or ten years ago, I should say. Do you well, think honestly, he is the best in, catcher in the league, though? Like, does he warrant that around, amount of money? All around? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, if, I don't know if the guy's the best all-around defensively. No, he's, yeah, he's, that's my thing. All-around is he's everything. An, he's an offensive machine. Oh, yeah, he is. I mean... I, the best all-around catcher. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'd say that because his defense is okay, and we're keyword here all around. Like he's good at everything. The guy can hit, and the guy's great defensively, and he's okay defensively. But he gets Gold Glove votes for some reason because he can hit the ball. That's just the way it works now. So makes sense, <laughs> right? That's not even a joke. It, it. It. I'm being for real. So and. Just a little St. Louis shout out. Yachty was pretty darn close to the highest paid catcher. Yep, yep. When he signed his contract the last time, what was it? Like three years, 60 mil? Yeah, he was averaging yeah. 20, 20 a year. Yep. Yep. So. Well, I, I know for us, I mean, this, that's a definite homework conversation, but I mean, he really is an awesome catcher, like just heralded that's, across the league. And he's probably the best catcher at what the Cardinals have ever had, at least in recent. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, uh, so, and that's why. The man was an automatic all-star vote like 10, 12 years in a row. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he and he same thing with the gold gloves. He won eight in a row. And like, you know, I don't want to be go too much into talking like Homer here, but you asked the question, who's the best all around catcher? 
that's my vote because he's still batting 300 and he can still pop a couple balls out of the park. And he's still, in my opinion, defensively the best catcher in the game. That would everybody, be my answer. Everybody loves Yadi Molina, but I, I do got to say this and you can definitely look up the stats on it. Cause I know he's at the top. He is a double play machine. This is going to be a Dodger. That, as he hits into double plays. You're right. He does. He, slow. he does. He does. And I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Here's what I'll say, though, to come back at you. His strikeout rate, I, I mean, the strikeout rate is super, super, super low. The guy does not strike out. I'd rather the guy would, put the ball in play. Sorry, man. I'd rather have somebody strike out than hitting a double play that's one out compared to two outs. Yeah, but the ball's in play, so it, it, every situation is different, though. So I, I'd rather the guy be swinging and putting the ball in play than striking out because then his whole game style and everything like that has changed. Because there could be, I, I, I will side with Toko on that. I get your point, Chris, because if you do a double play, there is a chance a run could score. If there's no outs, you could hit into a double play and score a run, where if you strike out, there's no outs. So there, there's there's a downside to it, but there is a plus side. There's no plus side to striking out. Unless there's a wild pitch. So Yeah. yeah and, but, I'm not, and I'm not saying that. that I, I get where you guys are coming from. I'm just saying. That's the only upside with a strikeout is wild pitch. You run to first. Right. But, and Yachty isn't fast enough to make it. <laughs> yeah. If it goes yeah. wild, I mean, they can just Dude, walk. It's like, yeah, don't worry. This guy can get his, anytime fast. His speed on MLB The Show is like literally, no, zero. I think <laughs> I'm pretty positive it's zero. It's like, geez. Hit the turbo button. I am. I can't Dude. even give him like single digits like a nine. Dude, it was so bad on like ESPN. They used because all his brothers were in the league one time, and they were all known for just oh, being like all slow. Dude, and you slower than Yachty. Yeah, and they would ESPN would do like a game, and it was called like when they would get a hit and they were be running past first. Name that Molina, and they were running so slow, man. It's like oh my god. Okay, you guys got anything else you want to chat with on MLB? No. No. Well, the only thing I did want to ask Toko, though, are oh, you with the Yankees, because they are making a lot of moves, like, do you think that this is like the Yankees is the old of they're buying a championship? Because I know that's always been like a sore subject. I'm not trying to pull for the uh, salt in the wound, as I always do with the Cardinals, never making moves or spending money. Like, do you think that that's what they're doing? Or is that or, like, is it like a, a sore part where they're buying a championship now? Or is like that, are they doing what they need to do and Cardinals get, need to get on board? So I don't want to say that they're buying a championship, but here's what I'll say. And because here's what they're called, the evil empire. The evil empire has been back the, the past couple of years of going out and spending money, but they're not doing it like they used to because the game is different and they are developing talent. Like Aaron judge is homegrown. So, and he's probably one of their better players, but their nickname, you know, for many years was the evil empire. And my thing is, yes, the evil empire is back because they are going out and spending mm-hmm. a little bit more money. I would disagree with that. Why? Because I will say this. Um, LeMahieu is a good example. When they brought okay. in LeMahieu, he was oh, like he was above average, but he wasn't like the best second baseman out there. And that's well, what the Evil Empire used to do: is they would get the best positional player for every well, position. They, they did. He won a Gold Glove before he went there. So, I mean, he, he was he he wasn't the best. 
There's he was no in the way. top. He was the top three, probably in the National League. He was one of the better second basemen in the league. Well, let me finish my point though. Go ahead. What he what he did is they, what you were kind of saying, they started developing him, and he got more comfortable, and he got better as a Yankee, and now he is considered by far the best second baseman in the league. So what did they do? They didn't let him walk. They re-signed him. Now these other signings that they're doing. Yeah, it's Kluber. He's a former Cy Young guy, but he's not for also a lot of money. Had, he's also had Tommy John. He also, like you said last year, only pitched like two games. He's kind of a risk, but right. if he pays off, great. What Evil Empire used to do, though, is whoever the best guy was in each position, the Yankees would go out and buy them. They're not doing that like they used to. Wow. It's, yeah. No, you're you're you're. You're exactly okay. So that's well. I don't know if so. That's kind of what I was getting at, though, a little bit. Was it's not. I I don't know if I said that or not. It's not the evil empire of old because the game is totally different now, like a hundred percent. But in the eyes of like Major League Baseball, with how the game is transformed, they they are the evil empire. Is what I'm trying to get at. Obviously, it's not like what it used to be. I agree with you on that, but. I mean, they did take on Stanton's fat contract. So yeah. that's an yeah. example. But yes. they also signed Chapman. They also signed Braxton. So, I mean, they've taken on some in LeMahieu. But, yes, it's not like it used to be. I agree with you. Yeah, but a lot of them haven't worked out, too. Like Paxton, he's a free agent now. They're not going to bring yeah. him back. Actually, there's a rumor that the Blue Jays are going to go after him, which would be pretty damn funny. Well, because- it's funny you say the Blue Jays, Chris. Sorry to cut you off, but there's breaking news. Steven Matz, Steven Matz just got traded from the Mets to the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are trying to get they're trying to get a solid starting five too yep. because they see what the Yankees are doing. Sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to bring that up as soon as you saw no. talked about them. Good. All right, so let's go ahead and move on into NFL. All right, so with NFL, we had the conference championships. We had the NFC game, which was first. It was Tampa Bay Bucks against the Green Bay Packers. Do you guys remember the final scores? And I have pulled up. I know Tampa won, obviously. What was it, 31 to 28? Does that mean we needed to pull it up? Yeah, I'm going to it was. I can pull it up real quick. <laughs> Who has the fastest internet? 31 to 26. Okay, I knew it was close. Tampa Bay. It, it was close. It was not a close game. Tampa was. Oh, no, I was saying game. my prediction was close. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tampa was winning that game pretty much the whole entire time. Green Bay was somewhat making an effort to come back, but I, I don't know. I, I felt like by halftime the game was over. Well, that it was, and we, we talked a lot about it. Oh, uh, yeah, we did. yeah, we did. Off air about that last drive that Tampa Bay had before the half, and just what an abysmal call by the defensive coordinator of Green Bay. Because it ends up, there's eight seconds left in the game. And they have what they're going to do. I don't, I don't even remember if they had any timeouts, but their only option that you can allow them as a defense is you want to push them to the side. So if they're going to get a completion, 
put them in the middle of the field and, you know, sit on them. So they, you know, have to call a timeout or they can't get up in the half so off over, or they get pushed to the side and they drop back and man defense. They didn't drop back in a deep zone. And well, what was it? It was Scotty Miller, wasn't it? Yep. Just burn uh, King. I think the, the quarterback was just got burned on a man to man. Brady saw it, saw the exploit. And he just bought, he just threw a dime and they go in this big detriment I'm like, Green Bay, what were you doing? Like, why in the world would you call that defense? Like, So, with this, it was six seconds left. They knew that they couldn't do another play. They knew they couldn't do another play. And they were just too far away from field goal range for Suckup because he's older. It was going to be like a 55-yarder, and they just didn't trust Suckup. So, they obviously were telling everybody, hey, we're going Hail Mary. And what happened there? I, I that that play frustrates me so bad. Like, okay, so that's what I want to jump in. You said that you thought you yeah, said it. On, you go, man. you go. No, you said it, and you're gonna get upset about this. No, no, I'm not. We're no, I'm not gonna. gonna but we're not gonna, gonna get talk upset about this for a little bit. We're only gonna talk about this for a little bit. I'm gonna let you know that right now. Okay, but you got to explain yourself. You can't say you're going to talk about it for a little bit. I want you to explain like why you said this. Though, we'll explain okay? it. We're just not going round and round for twenty yeah, minutes. We're not gonna. We're not gonna keep arguing, Toko. So here's the thing. Okay. So you said that you thought so it was rigged. Yeah. Yeah. So why? Why? That's all I'm asking is I. I just want your explanation. We won't go round and round. I might say I, one or two I, things. You can say a thing, but I why? Just, why? I. I just said my explanation. It was an obvious Hail Mary. Everyone needs to be in the end zone and play prevent defense, period. There's no need to even call any man-to-man or anything like that. Okay. I mean, all right. That's – I don't see how that answers the question, but that's fine. Because, and Chris, you can jump in and tell me if I'm wrong on your side of the – Chris's point was – and I, I see both sides of it. I think it was I think it was a bad call. So Chris's side is the reason that that happened is because the only way that you would ever call that play as a defensive coordinator in the NFL is if you're trying to lose. Yes. So they wanted Brady to be in the Super Bowl because it's a better yes. story uh, than having Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I mean that's I don't I we won't go into it. All, all I'll say is this though. Yes, I agree with you, Chris. It was a shitty call, a hundred percent. I'm not it's saying it was call. not. It was, an it, was an, it was it was a it was a pitiful call. You're you're a hundred percent. I'm in agreement with you there. I even talked to this about Jeff. You probably think I'm being one sided, but if it was Aaron Rodgers and it was Tampa Bay and stuff like that, and you saw that, and it was Tampa Bay's defense. I still wouldn't say that the game was rigged. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it was a really shitty call. And I don't think they expected Scotty Miller to be in the end zone throwing it to him. They probably thought they were going to throw it to Godwin, Evans, or Gronk. Scotty Miller was the last person on their mind. And I think he burned them is what but I think. But you can't well, call man defense in that. That's yeah. the thing. You have to, if you, no matter who they're going to throw it to, you know that they have a lot of threats that can <laughs> run go routes. No matter who they're going to throw to, it's going to be a jump ball at the end. Right. It's a hail. It's a it's a hail Murray is what they called it this year because of Arizona with the one game. 
Okay, so, so you think that that's all you're, was, you're, that's what it was supposed to be. That's that's the only thing it can be. So so there's, you're there's not enough time on the clock to even throw it out of bounds and get out. And okay. And to right. your point, yes, if it was Aaron Rodgers, would have it been like kind of a more conspiracy type theory? No, because Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to the Super Bowl every year, and it's not as good of a story. So that's where I think Chris's angle was was, of course, it's Brady again. The NFL loves Brady. This is this game's going to go to Brady just like it does every time because they want Mahomes and they want Brady in the Super Bowl because it's a way better story. So I think that's why, like Chris was just like, you got to be. Okay. There's no way that this is happening. Yeah, but so let me ask you this question though, Chris: Do you really think you 100 percent believe that the league rigged that play and somebody was behind it and got paid off or something I'm for trying, that? I'm, yeah, I'm trying to explain. So I wasn't alone on this. People were saying that play was rigged. And a lot of people were saying that pass interference at the end of the game was rigged. So Green Bay couldn't come back. How is the pass interference rigged? I'm curious on this one. Because it wasn't they, – they called holding on the guy, and he, like, barely grabbed the guy's jersey. Like, he – He was it, pulling it, on it, Are you serious? It, well, first of all, the, the, the ball was non-catchable. It was, like, 15 yards over his head. Uh, and then, second of all, he wasn't really holding that bad. But I didn't say anything about that. But I, I'm not the only conspiracy conspiracy theorist out there. There's a lot of people saying that they, that game was rigged. I, so. I, I don't know. I, I just think that that's. I mean, that I was get a, it. I, that was a BS pass interference call to call at the end of the game where you could had Aaron Rodgers drive in 30 seconds. Like they, he still had 30 seconds where he could have. Okay, so here's what I'll come back at you with then. Then. Good to go back to your point. Maybe the goddamn coach shouldn't have kicked the field goal and put it in his defense that was getting burned all day. Well, yeah, but that's the other thing is too is like if you're trying that's that's I mean that's another good point too is like if you were trying to win a game, why are you kicking it on fourth and eight? Why didn't Aaron Rodgers run it in when he had a straight lane into the end zone? It's not that fast. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I mean, still, at least get you know closer. But the thing is, it's fourth and eight. He made a just he made a bitch move by kicking a field goal. I understand it. you're trying to kick it and you're trying to get it back and you're trusting your defense. Just go for it. You have Aaron Rodgers. You have the MVP of the league. Oh, yeah. Most likely I this year. It's what do you have to lose? Go for it. Oh, I would have went for it I, in a heartbeat. I would not have went for it because. They looked like garbage in that red zone on all three on first, second, and third down. They looked like crap. So true. Same thing as him. But you get it. You get the points. And worst case, if you don't get it, you're on what the eight yard line. Okay, sack him. Get a safety. You get the ball back. Trust your defense. That's there. That's where. That's where I agree. Is they would have had to drive a hell of a lot more, and there would have been more pressure on them just to get out of that area and put the ball back in Aaron Rodgers' hands with good field position. I think there would have been more pressure on Tampa Bay down there. Right. And one, one, one mishap, a pick, a fumble, or a safety, you end up with points. I like that situation when they're pressed up against it. I just think there was just piss poor play calling by Green Bay. And it, to me, it didn't seem that they won a game. I'm not going as far as to say like Goodell was, behind, you know, Goodell was behind it and saying, hey, we, you know, we need to make sure Brady's in it. It does make a lot better story if he's in the Super Bowl. But it was, I just watching that game. I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah. So here is a very here, frustrating game to watch. And I, and I, and I look, and I, I get what you're saying on that. Like, I like a hundred percent like, dude, we got to move what on. the hell. So, so, so just make okay. your point and then we're going to move on. 
So no, go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. All no, right. he's saying finish finish your point, and that's yeah, the last I'm, thing. We'll, so we'll just, move on to the next game. Finish up, man. We just got to move on because we so, we're going to talk about this much. So what I'll say is this: is there's probably one game that NFL co- actually coach like coaching impacts a year, like one specific game when it comes down to a loss and it's the coach's fault. That was that one game. Sometimes the players got to play. That was that one game. It just happened to be the NFC Championship. That's that's the way that I feel. Yeah, and Rodgers even said, it wasn't my call, but that was the call. That was that one game that the coach actually impacted for a loss. Multiple coaches on that. <laughs> well, yes, yes, yes. All right, so then we had the AFC Championship. There wasn't as much controversy in this game. It was actually it was pretty much a blowout. Right. And that was the Chiefs against the Bills. And sorry, Bills. I, I picked you guys and I knew you were in trouble. Yeah. So. Well, I think that was the, uh, not to trudge back to the other game, but I think that was the other frustration too of like, like Chris is like, Jesus, can I get one right like this this year? Like, please, this playoff. And, you know, I'm sitting there, of course, trying to tie Toko. I'm like, and I said last week, I'm like, I think Tampa's going to win. I think KFC is going to win. I, of course, win against Toko. (laughs) Yeah, KC. You said KFC like the chicken guy. Uh, You know what I meant. My God. Uh, You already know, Chris. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Yep, that's it, Chris. You already know. Here's the (laughs) colonel. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I, I was gonna pick KC, and then of course, like the, Chris is like, you know, you're you're screwed because all my teams lose, and sure, should enough. So I was like, yeah, this could have been the thing. It could have been, you know, a blowout between Toko and me and the uh, playoffs, but no. But playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. I thought with my predictions, even though I was way off on these playoffs, which I'm usually not really off in playoff picks, but I was god awful this year i thought my logic made sense on a lot of these points that i was making but obviously not oh yeah it, it did but you were way off but yeah this the kc game i mean it was pretty uh pretty standard like kc just ran all over him you know there wasn't much much of a thing by uh, buffalo you know I, I did enjoy watching all the bills mafia do those like dives off everything into like tables and stuff like that i really liked it when they missed and like dudes would just like shank the side of the table I'm like this is very entertaining it looked reminded me of, like those backyard wrestling days because i'm like yeah this is more entertaining than watching you guys try to play the chiefs yeah bills mafia likes to pull the jackass stuff they like to do flaming tables and all that kind of stuff you gotta do something when you lose four super bowls in a row yeah, and it gets it gets cold. It gets cold <laughs> up in Buffalo, and oh man, those, those poor bastards. They have a good team. I think they're going to have a you know a good stretch. You know, it's just the problem is they're going to have to deal with you know Mahomes and the Chiefs for a long time. So good luck yep. with that. Well, so to kind of go off what you just said real quick, the Mahomes in Kansas City, they're they're only going to make it to the Super Bowl so many times. Like, it's not going to be, oh, every year they're going to make it 10 years in a row. Like, there's going to be there. Well, dude, even he didn't do that. Like, he had, like, four or five years where he didn't make it. And, like, there, there's that's where I think, like, Josh Allen, man, like, that that guy's there for a long time. And he's 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 definitely one of the few guys of the future of the NFL. But, yes, that game was uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think. I mean, I I, I thought I actually thought Buffalo was really going to give give KC hell, man. Um, even though I picked Kansas City, I I was kind of disappointed in the Buffalo a little bit. I thought they, I thought I thought they were going to play a little bit better, but they looked, um, they looked good in the first quarter, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Kansas City won. I mean, I, it's not like that's a shocker to anybody. I don't think so. Nope. Um, it'll be interesting Super Bowl. Yep, absolutely. So let's go on into our next segment. Jeff and I have no clue what's going on with this. Toko's just going to randomly bring up some players' names and tell us where he thinks they're, where we think the landing spots are going to be for these guys. So take it away. All right. So I'm going to name a handful of guys. And I want you guys to give me your prediction, kind of like what you just said, of where you think they're going to go this year. So um, the first one, obviously, he's a pretty big name out there in the market right now. Um, not a free agent, but a trade candidate. Where do you, Chris, think Deshaun Watson's going to go? You think he's going to leave, or do you think he's going to like stay in Houston? I think he'll stay. I think they'll. I think they're going to hire. Eric Benemy, the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. That's why they mm-hmm. haven't hired him yet. And they're going to do what he wants because he asked for him to be the head coach, and that's what they're going to do. And he's going to stay. Cool. Jeff, what about you? I do agree with Chris. I just can't see as an organization where you let your star receiver go and your star quarterback. Like, if he if he goes somewhere, like I, I can't see it being like a big team. Like maybe the Colts would make a pull for him just because they're kind of in need of a quarterback right now. Like that'd be my maybe like long shot prediction of it. Cause I don't th- he's not gonna go to like there's some like projections like, oh, he's gonna go to the Dolphins or he's gonna go to the Jets or whatever. There's no way this guy's gonna go to a team that's not a contender. Now, not that Houston's a contender right now, but they could at least have some sort of building blocks, but you can't give away your two star players and then, uh, you know, expect to be a franchise after that. Yeah. And I actually agree with you guys as well. My opinion, I think he's going to stay there. I think they'd be, they'd be pretty dumb to trade him away. So whatever they need to do to make ends meet, that's or make amends. Yeah. I think that's what they need to do. So, um, I even saw Jalen Ramsey hit him up on Instagram. He's like, "Hey, looks like you can oh come gosh. out to LA." That I can't stand that guy. That's so just completely disrespected his teammate. Like mm-hmm. that's completely uncalled for. So, uh, next guy, uh, I guess we'll we'll just start with Jeff. Jeff, where do you think um, Dak Prescott is going to go? Oh, I don't think I don't think old man Jerry is going to let him go. And there's I, some rumors out there, though, man. Like, yeah, there's, but there's rumors, and I don't like the rumors. Yeah, I, I think that that's all they are is rumors. Because I mean, Jerry even came out and said, you know, he's pretty much planning on re-signing Dak, and they were just so abysmal this year. I mean, they have a lot of work to do on defense, but I've said it before: is like you need those some of the parts for them to be a good team. Like Zeke is crap without Dak. Dak is crap without Zeke. I've just seen it like when they've both been out, like how bad they've been. So there's no way I think Jerry's going to let him walk and he's going to, he's going to pay the piper. And he saw like how, you know, they were still losing, but then just the numbers that Dak was putting up. And then when you got freaking uh, 
Dalton in and whoever the hell else was playing that there's, there's no way that Jerry's going to let that happen. He'll, he'll pay him whatever he wants. Yeah. And obviously I'm going to agree with you guys again on that. I don't, I think that he ain't leaving. Like you said, he's, he's going to, he's going to get paid one, one, one way or another. So uh, yeah, I, I agree with you guys both on that one. So I didn't tell you um, what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I admit. Uh, you know what? It's it's the Toko and Jeff show. Go ahead, go go ahead, Chris. What, what do you? He didn't even say hi to me earlier. <laughs> no, I I actually do think he's going to stay. I don't believe the Stafford rumors that are going on. Right uh, now. That's what I was talking about, man. <laughs> I saw that. And I'm like, what? No way. They cannot do that, dude. Dirty like that. That would be messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the Cowboys would lose so much respect from all. Uh, yeah. So cool. All right. So the next player that I actually have, you kind of just talked about him, Matt Stafford. Where do you see him going next year? The Washington Football Team. Oh boy, he's quick on that one. What's Smith's status? Is he out or a free agent or hurt? Yeah. Uh, I think he's a free agent. I don't know, though. He might retire, they're saying. Yeah, he might have one more year left, but Alex Smith knows that he's not a starter anymore. He's okay playing backup for his last year if he's still got a year left. Oh, okay. Uh, I could see that. I, I mean, who? I mean, what? what is the Colts going to do? That's, yep. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't have a quarterback, so. They may trade up. I'm thinking that they might trade up and get a QB or they might just, there's like five quarterbacks that are projected to go in the first round. So they might get one of the late uh, picks of those five guys. Yeah. Cause I, I know they need to do something, but I, I can see them making a run because, you know, Stafford's kind of like in that same, you know, spot as Watson of I've been on just this crappy team for years and years. Now, of course they had, you know, some halfway decent years or halfway decent for Detroit, but I mean, if this guy wants to win, he's going to have to get on a better team than the Lions. Believe yeah. it or not, the Colts really like Jacoby Brissett, too. So I wouldn't be shocked if they had him start this year and then they drafted a younger quarterback. Yeah, I could see that. I actually think he's going to go to the Colts, to what I think. I think he would fit very well in that system, and he's a little bit younger than Old Man River. So um, I think I think he'd fit very well in there. With the Colts, I know I'm giving you guys a lot of trade candidates, but guys, there's really not a lot of like free agents that are like sexy out there. Yeah, I said it. Um, there's well, really not. Well, Stafford's going to be a free agent. Yeah, he's, yeah. I'm kind of okay. You're right. I'm just yeah, going I'm off. Probably, of, they're yeah. probably not going to trade him, so he's going to get released. Detroit already yeah. said they're moving on. They're yeah. Done. So he's 32. Oh, yeah. So he's got some years left in him. Carson Wentz. Where do you think he's going to end up next year, Chris? That's hard to say because they said whatever head coach that they get, the odds are Carson staying. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I think. I don't think he's gonna stay. But then he's gonna be a backup somewhere. And where is he gonna be a backup at? I think they should make the move and trade Carson Wentz to the Chicago Bears for Nick Foles and get Foles back on the Eagles. Gosh. <laughs> I I think that he's going to get traded. I don't know where. Um, but man, Jalen Hurts, man. I mean, that's yeah. I love Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I agree with I, that. 
And that's a great story. Not obviously you don't go with your quarterback because it's a great story, but that's a guy, man. You know, I mean, he went through at Alabama, like started, and then Tua came in. I mean, that guy's got something to prove, man. So I, I think, I think that would actually be a really smart move. I could see Wentz going to actually one of the two AFC Championship teams. I could see him being a backup for the Bills or being a backup for Mahomes and Casey. Hmm. And then maybe I read like to redevelop himself with someone like Andy Reid, and then go back on the free agent market type of deal thing, kind of like how Teddy Bridgewater did. Or if, or if once again one of these guys gets hurt, he's there, you know, and he's a serviceable yeah. backup. Um, because I don't think Matt Barkley's got much left in him, and Chad Henney doesn't have much left in him. <laughs> no, um, not not at all. Even he could even go to like Detroit. Like I still think Detroit might draft a quarterback. But I could see him going to Detroit because I don't trust Chase Daniel anymore. I think Chase Daniel's done too. Yeah. So I got two more guys, and then that that'll be it. Where do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to end up next year, Jeff? Pats. <laughs> I think Belichick's going to. It would be funny, but yeah, I think he is actually going to go back to the Patriots, which would be really funny. And I don't think it's going to be as good as it was before. So I also think he's going to go back to the Patriots as well. Um, man, I mean, he's healthy, though, guys. I mean, you can't say he's not good. I mean, when he's, he's healthy. Okay. He, he's okay. He's a balanced quarterback. Like, trust me, I was all on the Jimmy G bandwagon when he went to San Francisco. Like, I, I thought he was solid. But as time went on, it was more of he was solid because of Kyle Shanahan's system. And Kyle Shanahan was handing it off a lot, so he got to do the play actions to these wide-open guys because they were always thinking that San Francisco was going to hand it off. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be curious. I'll be curious. There's going to be a lot of openings for quarterbacks this year, more than I can remember. So Yeah, um, I think think there's going to be a lot of shifts. But I just think Bill, like – thought the thing with Cam Newton was going to work out better than it did. You know, the, the system, you, you trust the system for years and years. And then all of a sudden you get like a guy that's been a starter, you know, another place and it doesn't work out where he's like, you know, I know Bill was thinking, like, oh, I can put backups in my system and it's great. You know, I, I took Tom well, Brady and made him what he was, you know, this is Belichick in his mind, you know, and then all of a sudden he gets Cam. He's like, ah, crap. We need a good guy. And Cam Jimmy was not works right well in that system. Cam was not right for that system. Cam's totally dip- Cam's more like that Lamar Jackson type guy. Like, hey, mm-hmm. can run the ball. Obviously, his arm's stronger, but that don't work well with the Patriots. That's not their type of no. system. So, um, the last guy I got is, and this is interesting, um, Sam Darnold. What do you think's going to happen with him? I think he stays. Wow. Really? <sighs> They need to draft an offensive lineman. They do not need to draft a quarterback. You think Sam Darnold's like good enough to be a franchise quarterback? Is what you're telling me? He's fine for now. I I don't think that they need to focus on getting a quarterback. Hmm. I mean it it might it might work for them though because I said this back when Arizona drafted. Uh, what was that guy's Rosen. Rosen? Yeah, when when Arizona drafted Rosen, and then they two three years later they're like, oh yeah, screw, we're out on Rosen, we're gonna draft Murray. So, dude, I think it was could, 
I think it was a year later. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was like super short. But yeah, I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But it's actually worked out for Arizona, so I could definitely be wrong on this. But yeah, I think they should go O line. Okay. Well, I mean, Jeff. how many how many wins does he even have? Like in the years he's been there. I mean, it's not the guy's fault though. The, the, yeah. the team has been complete trash since he's been there. And he's not yeah. a horrible quarterback. Like he's he's yeah, actually yeah. he's actually better than I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be a big bust. I don't think he's a bust yet. Yeah, I mean, that's a very toxic program too. Um mm-hmm. but I think may I'll tell you what, if Justin Fields is sitting there or I don't think Trevor obviously Trevor Lawrence is not going to be sitting there, but if Justin Fields is sitting there, I think they're going to take him. They're um, rumoring the, they're, they're taking the other guy, the Wilson guy. Yeah, or him too. I mean, if one of those guys are sitting there, I mean, I think, you know, man, new coach, you know, well, you know, one of those things. They're, like, they're definitely going to be sitting there because they're number two. Yeah, I, I know that. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that, that makes sense what I said. But, um, you know, both those guys are sitting there. You know, it's just a matter of who they want to take and stuff like that. And there's a new coach. And like you said, Chris, it's kind of like that Arizona situation when it's like Cliff Clingsbury was like, I don't want Josh Rosen. He doesn't work with my system. So let's take Kyler. Yeah. yeah. Do you think there's any possibility they will trade their draft pick? There, I mean, yeah, yeah, they very well could. I mean, they, they went defensive coordinator this time around. Um, like Togo's example, Cliff Kingsbury was like, I want this guy. Like mm-hmm. he's like, when I get hired and he got hired that year, He's like, I don't like, I don't like this other quarterback that you guys drafted. That was a stupid draft pick. I want this guy. They don't have it this time around with this defensive coordinator guy because he doesn't, he doesn't know much about QBs, honestly. Yeah, because I'm wondering if, like, if because I think I don't think Darnold's gonna leave, but I'm wondering if maybe they will make kind of a move in draft position. To try to like maybe though if they were gonna go get like hey I'm gonna get a you know big name lineman or whatever it's like we'll give you our draft pick and we want your star center or something like that. Yeah, they could do something like that too. I mean, that's uh, the Saints have done that in the past where they they just they traded away. Oh man, who did they trade away? Saints traded somebody away and they got an offensive lineman guy and it actually worked out to be a better trade in the long yeah because that's what I'm thinking like if because if unless they're gonna draft one of these like Heisman guys if they're going to stick with Darnold then I would say trade your draft pick because you, then you could get a lot you know an offensive guy like a little bit like lower in the draft or you know just you know trade it from the NFL and then you could you know make a little bit better out of deal out of it it just depends who they're going to stick with like well like the, said, the, this year the Jets are like the Browns of the past yeah um it's they they have two first round picks this this year so they could mm-hmm. Trade one, keep line. one. Or they could just keep both of them. They could go offensive linemen, and then they, they could go later on the round. I think they're around the 20th area for a quarterback. Yeah. Do you think they'll go receiver? They need – I mean, I would go Devontae Smith. Yeah. Hey, because if they gave ready. him, at least that gives somebody Darnold to throw to. You know, that hey. helps. Hey, yeah. guys, breaking news. Uh, another one. The Texans just hired the Ravens' assistant – David Coley to be the new the team's head coach. He was the wide receiver coach for the Ravens, and he had like another role with the with the Ravens. So the guy didn't even run a goddamn offense really, and they just hired him as their head coach. That's uh, smart. 
What a bunch of dumbasses. No, like, what is up with the NFL with this Eric Benemy guy? Like, he is the next mastermind to take over a team, and nobody is hiring this guy. Even Alex Smith was like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Because he was there when Alex Smith was there. KC. This guy, yeah, this guy has been developed by Andy Reid. He's an Andy Reid nucleus guy. Like, anybody that hires this guy, their team is going to skyrocket an offense. Like, I don't understand why the NFL is not hiring this guy. This will be two years in a row he doesn't get hired. Because yeah, he was he interviewed he interviewed at like six seven jobs last year and he interviewed at six seven this time. That's that's BS, man. Do you think they're afraid of him? Like they think it's going to be like a Chip Kelly situation, like where it's like everybody's like praising him, like oh he's going to change the thing around and you know he didn't do anything. But Chip Kelly was a different scenario. He was killing it in college. Yeah, and he and he was doing it a goofy way where he was uh, running no huddles all the time. Okay, so I know. Sorry. I know I was just talking shit on this guy, but let me say this. He served as an assistant coach for Andy Reid, John Harbaugh, and he also worked for Bill Cowher when they won that Super Bowl. Might not be a bad hire. We'll see. I just, I'm not, I, I, it's whatever with the Texans. I'm just mad in general that this Kansas City offense coordinator is not getting hired. What, what, what can the guy do? He's going to probably win another Super Bowl. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, worst case, he stays with KC and keeps winning. You know, he'll take his ring after ring after ring. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, do you guys have anything else? Oh, I I did want to say one thing. Um, If Deshaun Watson does move, he's going to San Francisco. That'd be awesome. That'd be a great trade. If he moves. Um, I I totally see him fitting in San Francisco's system. Absolutely. I think that'd be a very good move for him. It'd be a competitive team, and I think he'd go in the system. Yep. That would be a good move. Yep. So, you guys got anything else that you want to chat about? Any final thoughts? Nope. Do you? Uh, I think Toko, you did make a purchase. This is just the final All thought. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to upset Chris, but um, I'm going to upset him because I don't care anymore. You know that. Um, but I end up getting a Tom Brady jersey. I end up buying one. I said I was going to buy one. I did buy one. Bought one off eBay. It because uh, they were sold out everywhere else, man. So yeah, I end up buying one. But you guys know me. I I like kind of like collecting jerseys anyway. I buy a new jersey every couple of years. This is actually will be my professional first professional football jersey. So, well, I got a good punishment for you in the future. Okay. So, your next punishment when you lose. You're gonna let me have a sharpie and sign Tom Brady on it, dude. You are not. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. When I no, a big no, no. So I will. He, your, I will you your, sign his name with by a drawing a dong. I, <laughs> no, man, that would be. You can't do that, man. You drop all that money on a jersey. Come on, man. So, oh man, I'm just messing with you. But I'm gonna sign your. I want to sign your Christian McCaffrey jersey. I want to yeah. sign it, Tom Brady. No, it'll, it. say, it'll say Tim Brady. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the Brady will be an IE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna sign it to Mr. Glass from Tim Brady. <laughs> oh, man. Toko, do you know the number that Brady would have taken? Seven. Why is that? Why would he have taken seven? I don't, yeah. I don't know. That. Oh, well, of course, the seven rings, baby. Let's yeah. go. Let's That's go. Why. Dude. So, 
he's 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 gonna win. I ain't gonna say no more. Well, that's their, that's his prediction. <laughs> We're all because, shocked because the league is rigged. That's why. Oh. Exactly. Oh, is that right, Chris? No comment. And we digress. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna humor you. All oh, right, yeah. everybody. So that's gonna go ahead and do it for the show. Uh, I'm Wildman Chris. You can find us on Facebook at Wild Stallions SN. Where are we at on the Twitter, Mister Brady? Uh, <laughs> Wild Stallions Two, aka Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't know. No, Wild Stallions Two is what we're at. Change the handle to the Tom Brady. <laughs> that is on our thing, I think. By our way, a little like, like, what's it called? Like, bio Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> All so, right, and then where are we at on Instagram? It's wild that stallions that sn. I, I was waiting for you to outro yourself. That's downtown Jeff, by the way. <laughs> well, you always say it's a mess every time, so I know. I, I, I like that it's a mess, though. I think it's hilarious. Well, I was trying. I, then, I, then it's a mess because you got caught for a ringer. You're like, ah, I thought they were going to outro themselves. So, oh, I well, just I, I, let, I let him outro himself this time, Brady. Italian Italian Tucker alongside yeah. me is Wild Man Chris, and along this the is other downtown side. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> We're out of here. News team, assemble! Sports. Sports. La, 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 la.